Hello and welcome to the AG podcast. Uh, with us today is uh, it's just Berger and, and myself, Ash. We uh, we should have had Hilly and Andy Brill on, but unfortunately, due to uh, last minute changes, we've uh, we've had to call in the uh, the trusty sidekick, step in substitute teacher that that is Berger boy. Good evening, Berger. Good evening. Uh, how is everyone? Yes, not bad. Thank you very much. Thank you for standing in. And obviously, with me as always, pushing the buttons is Ash. How are you doing, mate? Yep, yeah, not too bad. How are you? Good. Yeah, not too bad. Sorry for missing the last one. Thank you very much for taking the reins on that. I uh, did listen back. It was nice to actually listen to a podcast for a change and not be on it. It was nice to uh, to actually hear the uh, the thoughts of other people. So it was uh, it was quite quite fresh actually. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, again, there's only three of us on today, boys, and uh, with no segments because there's no current F1 or golf leagues either. It's going to be quite a short podcast, but stick with us. I'm sure we'll find some things to talk about. Obviously, we've got the new season as uh, as well and truly in the swing now. We're on to uh, Match day three. A lot of games have already been played in match day three as well, which is fantastic. Um, so, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how we go. So, we'll start with Division three. Um, again, we won't go through the entire uh, setup, but we've got Wince at the top, which is, for me is no great surprise. Um, and sort of Worm, Wiz, etc. towards the bottom. Andy Brill already claiming points. So, uh, Berger, we'll come to you first. Um, Division three, like I've just said, Wince is at the top. Um, again, I think there's no real shocks there. What, what do you think about that one? Yeah, um, yeah, no real shocks really in that league so far. Uh, I don't think, um, other than really getting off the mark so early. Um, but yeah, I think Wince. I mean, he has played two more than Raz and Rhino. But if you were to call out three people in that league, that would probably be the top three that you'd have. Um, to be fair, and um, really good start for over them. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Mm. I think again, you, you say obviously he's played two more games. He has also had two losses in there. He's played Rhino already. I think that game got played yesterday, one oh. nil, and then a five-two. Yeah, I've just seen who that five-two was against. Yeah, <laughs> again, the, yeah, he, he lost five-two to Harry as well, which is. <laughs> It's quite surprising considering Harry's position. I mean, he's ninth in the table. We've got 13 people in that division, to be fair. But, um, you know, for Wince to lose to Harry, I'm sure will have been a bit frustrated for him. Um, no great surprise, Ash. We're also seeing the division with the most red cards. Um, not well, shocked. No, no. I mean, two of them from Rhino. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, no. Need, need we say more? No. Um, well, that's it. I mean, is that the... Oh, no, this is a red card in Division 2. Um have we had a red card in Division 1 yet? I, I don't think so. I don't no. Think don't we ever do, we? I don't think we ever do in Division the, 1 because we play the game right. The stats <laughs> aren't on Division 1 goal scores and red cards because Marcus is trying to do something on the back end. So that's why if people can't see him, that's the reason why. Ah, fair I don't enough. think we would have any problems with red cards anyway. In no, 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 I don't think so. I mean, um, yeah, just looking at this division, I mean, well done, Rhino and Payne. Buddy's in the top five at the moment. Good start for them. Um, Wince, yeah, I mean, you look at that top five and there's no real surprises. I mean, Raz is in a good position. He's got two games in hand on Rhino and Wince and, uh, you know, we'll go top if he wins them both. Um, you know, he scored 12, only conceded six, so it's not a bad start. I mean, the other thing that I just I wanted to mention in this division is I'm looking at the top goal scorers and there's three players already that have scored nine goals, at least nine goals. Mm-hmm. Um, in six games, um, you know, Rhino, Tunners, and Wince. Um, yeah, I think again, when we, you know, we talked about it before we we came on just then, Berger, and you talked about the deal, um, which has ultimately made you a lot stronger. Um, yeah. In 
terms of your squad. And I actually PM Rhino and said that was probably the best bit of business he'd done. And and I think I spoke to you about it in a party when it was just me and you as well. I think that having it, it was a deal that worked for both worked both ways. You 100%. you have a very very good squad. And again, I think your squad building is is a testament to to your success. You do very well and you build good squads. Um, again, you would definitely admit you've had some luck in there as well. Some raffle wins, some, you know, some, uh, you know, some some sort of you know, lady luck shining down on you. But a lot of it is is persistence and and building teams in the right way. Um, you got Gravenberch, he got Daka, and one other. I Dow. can't remember who. Dow the centre mid. Dow the centre mid. Oh yeah, yes, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so ultimately, uh, you know, for me, I think what I said to him was, look, you know, you, you need to get out of this division this season, you know, and, and, you know, he's had too much, um, failure. Well, would you call it failure? I would call it failure. Yeah. He's, he's had too much of, of being at the top and not getting out of that division. And those two signings for me, you know, at that stage in, in division three, that massively strengthens his squad. And and we've seen that by the fact that Pats and Dak has got 10 goals, like you said, yeah. in, in six games. Mm. Um, I think that it's quite nice as well, actually looking at the um, the league standings and looking at the goal tally, like you've just alluded to, you've got a proper list of five strikers there, haven't you, as well, that have scored those goals. Um, and there's yeah. nobody repeated from a different, you know, from the same team. So it's... Um, I think that's quite nice. It adds a bit of realism, maybe. FIFA often it can be anybody on your pitch scoring your goals, and obviously there you can see that the guys are relying on that that front man to to you know be the bag man for them. Um, not to make this the the Rhino show, but one of the things you just mentioned there about Raz um, Ash was that he'd scored um, basically a two to one ratio mm. um, in terms of you know his four is twelve and against his is six. Mm. That, that's definitely. Um, something that I think, you know, by the end of the season, if you can keep that up, you're probably not going to go far wrong. Obviously, you're going to be up there and be even champion. Rhino yeah. has conceded 17 goals. Um, mm. Yes, he scored 20, um, but he's conceded 17. So, I mean, his games are going to be exciting this season. Fair enough. You know, we maybe saw last night when he played Wince, top of the table clash, a 1-0, very, very tight game that he, he won. Um, but... I don't know. I mean, maybe again, Ash, I'll come to you first on this one. Mm. Is it that sort of um, that crazy, you know, ping pong football? Is it conducive to being towards the top of the league or do you need to be a bit more, um, you know, clean sheets and, and, and big I, at the back? I mean, ultimately, if you outscore your opponent um, and you get the three points, it doesn't really matter how you do it. I mean, that, is, that is football. You are absolutely you know, right. I mean, the results <laughs> against Soggy, he won the first. Um, no, sorry. It's five, four and four, three. So there's literally yeah, a goal both, in both it. Both losses. Both I, I losses know. Though, yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, I was just looking at his other results. You know, what obviously, you know, wins against Wince, and then he did the the double over Worm. Um, it, it, the points are more important, I think. Um, mm. You know, obviously, if you've got someone around you, let's say Wince is, uh, you know, starts ploughing on the goal difference and quite heavily, then you've got to start thinking, oh right, hang on, I've got to shore up my defence and still take the points. Um, but you know, if you win every game five four, right, or four three, then ultimately you get the points. You will be the winner. I do, yeah. I, I obviously I agree, and what you're saying is is 100 true in in the fact that the points mean more than than anything else. Um, Berger, I mean, what do you think on that? Again, I know that you are someone who likes to have control of games and and not it be you know like a basketball game. Um, but what what do you think in 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 that sentiment? 
I mean, you have to have some element of control. However, if I mean, I'll go for one example. You know, like Phil. If you just if you know you're not very good at one area, you just try and get good at the be- the other area that you're better at. Mm. Um, now, if that's him scoring more goals than the opposition, so be it. Um, or you decide to get a player or look to get players that would sit fit a system that would make you play better in games and getting the right maybe, type of player. I guess maybe that's sort of where my my point is is borne out from. Or the point I'm trying to make is is that exactly. I think that if you can be that person that can control games and and be more um, defensively resilient, you've obviously got a much better chance of of not losing a game. Um, but as you've said to me in the past, you know, you'd rather win one, lose one than draw both because it's more points. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, which obviously, as we've seen from Rhino Ash, obviously three wins, three losses, no draws. Mm. Um, it, it's one or the other Maybe, very yeah. much. So. Maybe that's the approach he's going with this season. Gung ho. He's got to try something. <laughs> he's got to get out of that division. Um, further down in that division, so um, we touched on it the intro to Division 3 there Andy Brill he's already got four points on the board I mean Woo! this man is this man is going from strength to strength Ash isn't he absolutely I mean four points you know and his first four games I mean this is a player that we've seen go midway through the season so you know mm. like tw- 10 12 games and not have a point so you know I mean we, we, we've seen him celebrate a point haven't we like yeah in but the, no, in the not too distant future he's done that uh, know, sorry. and he beat Harry which is always a cause for celebration Four points, <laughs> you know. Four points off Harry. <laughs> Four I mean, points. Harry, Harry's just giving him out. That's it. Including, I mean, just a 5-5. Five, 5-5 five. Five, five draw. I mean, yeah, no, Andy's done really, really well. Hopefully he can st- he can pick up points throughout the season. Mm. Um, I mean, one of the other players in this division that's not doing so well at the moment, um, Berger is Wizfox. Um, he's played, I mean, I think, what, 250, 500 games against Satie and friendlies. Um, you know, something approaching that. Um, but it just doesn't seem to be clicking for him at the moment. Um, we've seen that he's uh, just recently saw one of his best players. I won't try and butcher the name, but it's the, the guy from Leipzig, Dominic something. Um, Sabosloy, I think, maybe. Sabosloy, yeah. Um, you know, again, which, well, 100% Ash. And had he had he not been quite as, um, as pricey, I'd have been in for him, absolutely. Um, but, uh, yeah, again, I think it's the... I don't know the, the tactic there. I mean, again, it's, he's obviously not going to be happy being in the bottom three of, of Division Three. Um, but again, selling your best players is is that the best way to to get yourself out of it? I, I don't know. Um, Berger, one last person we want to talk about before we move on to potentially Division Two and and, and upwards um, is uh, is um, Payne Wales. Sorry. So again, we've we've talked about Payne. Um, before on other podcasts, we talked about him, um, his transfer tactics. Obviously, end of last season, he gambled. He he sold a lot of his assets. Um, he was riding into the um, transfer deadline day with what three hundred million something something crazy um, like that. And obviously, it it all ended up sort of falling on its face a little bit. Um, the cut the cut happened, and and he's been left with still a decent team. You know, he had um, at, the, at the time I think he had Camavinga and, and some other guys, um, and now he's got you know Callum Wilson, Kudu, Trossard. He's, he's doing all right. Um, but I know I know it's not your approach at all. Ash slightly different, but you you are obviously not a fan of that that model layer in terms of you'd rather have the players in the door uh, rather than the Scudder in the bank. Yeah, I mean, it proved it. I mean, I know it was a chitter, uh, basically, 
the three last on the transfer deadline day where it was only like a 60-odd rated player. But I'd much prefer to spend the money and not be taken off than have the money and risk it um, and lose all of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, mean, you're damned if you do, if you're damned if you don't, essentially. You're always going to look back on hindsight, oh, should have done this, should have done that. But having that much money, I think, was a bit of a mistake to at least spend money even off a play off someone else. Yes, you might be get quoted two, three, four times the amount, cause it, but the, he's made his own worst enemy because he's got all that money, so people are quoting him stupid amounts of money. Um, it's, the, it's the Newcastle Man City mentality, yeah. isn't it? It's like, we know that you're, we know what you've got. Or yeah. Man United, even, you know, with Anthony and stuff, we know you've got all this money, so... If you I want just, this person, this is what you're going to have to pay. And we saw it with yeah. Riverman, didn't we, at the end of the season yeah. last season, being quoted astronomical sums for, you know, championship-level players, maybe. Yeah. So, it, it, like you say, it's a, it's a tough one. Um, Ash, obviously, we'll come on to transfers towards the end of the pod, but, you know, you've not done mm. something... You've done something similar in terms of some of your best players have left recently. Um, yes. It doesn't seem to have affected Payne too much, though, this season. Um He's he is still fifth in the division. Mm. He's won two, uh, drawn one, lost one, and he's not doing too bad. But again, is that the state of the you know state of play in Division Three? Is that why he's he still managed to do that? You probably wouldn't get away with doing that in a higher division. No, perhaps not. And I suppose time will tell, won't it, over the next couple of games, um, how it fares. Um, I mean, I know this division in particular. There's a few players in it that will constantly look to do something in the market. Um, you know, uh, which is fair enough. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, the next couple of games will be decisive in terms of, uh, you know, the, any sort of transfers that have made and how they fare out. Um, mm. But I think just generally in this division and the people that are in this division, they're, they want an active market. They want to move players on. I don't think they really, really care about keeping their best players sometimes. Mm. Which is fair but enough. Again, but again, you know. yeah, I was just about to say, there's an, but then again, for me, I'm, I'm, I think I'm 50 50. I, I like the buzz and I like the transfers. And for me, I definitely would have said this if I'd have been on, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Um, transfers make the site what it is, uh, um, in my opinion. I think, um, in terms of the buzz, in terms of you look at transfer deadline day, you look at the days leading up to that, the, the site has more users active than any other time. Um, around that so you know that for me is just proving the pudding that people want to do transfers people want to have BFAs they want to be engaged um, yes I know the likes of Big B Storm um, Gazgrass maybe you know some guys who don't do transfers as much I get that and that's completely their prerogative that's no problem but I would say the majority of people do want that engagement and want that activity um, which again you know that's and, and that's like you said that's it there um, that's that's up to them to make that decision, especially in Division Three. If, if potentially they want to run that risk of having a weaker team, um, but having more fun, then ultimately that's what it's about. Um, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll keep a keen eye on Division Three, obviously this season. Um, I personally, before we move on, Berger and, and Ash, I don't think the division, as you alluded to earlier on, is is going to change too much from actually what we see already. Um, without trying to be too too boring, I, I think that we could see that sort of top five potentially with soggy mm. making a push i yeah. think they could be the, the top sort of five or six yeah. come the end of the season ash yeah absolutely i mean 
with Soggy included in that, the top six, it's very, very hard to see anyone else pushing into it. Um, it's just who can uh, who can finish in that top spot and the second spot, and then who gets in the playoff. Um, I mean, I mean, Berger just you know again, you you sound like you were agreeing with that sentiment yeah. there. Um, the one thing I would say is in this division more than any, I would argue, is it all depends. Like you do not want to be in that playoff spot. Um, to, for, for promotion in terms of you want to be in that promotion spot because if you get in the playoff spot you are playing potentially if someone's had like a, like look at Joe last season for example he had, he had a bad season in Division 2 Joe isn't a bottom of Division 2 level player he's probably top end of Division 2 lower end of Prem player so if you could potentially be looking at facing him to get out of Division 3 that's you know it ruins your chances potentially of, of having a good season Um so I think, yeah, more than any, I don't know what you think, Berger, I would say this is the the division you want to be finishing above that that green line. You want to be in the first two positions. I think you can put it for the both divisions, really, because you are playing the player that's in the higher division. Um, but yeah, um, you want to be finishing there. Some people, obviously, I mean, when you look at the table, you've probably got the five at three, then it's still the others. But I think... More than any other FIFA, anyone can get the result against anyone on this game. I mean, I've beaten, I've been beaten by Division Three players in front. I know they're head to heads, but soundly beaten. So, I think more so than ever. I think there's more crazy results flying about that. I mean, they could easily beat the higher division player. But yeah, you'd want you want security and getting promoted and getting the top two rather than the playoff and going through that. Yeah. Okay, boys. Right, we'll move on to uh, to Division Two. As we said, no uh, no segments this week. So uh, again, the uh, well, we'll just very quickly touch on the new the new golf game is out. Um, quite thankfully, not golf with friends. Ash, which we uh, had the pleasure. Hey, of there's nothing wrong with golf with friends. Um, nothing wrong with that. Monstrosity of a game. <laughs> Think um, six million. <laughs> yeah, that is the one good thing about it. That is the one good thing. Um, but uh, yeah, so new new golf game out, but he will be giving us an update, Ash, on probably the next podcast in mm. terms of plans going forward. Um, I know that a lot of people, my, myself included, I you know, and I know you did, Ash, as well. Mm. Um, when we've played the golf games, it's been purely for site interactivity, scudo, etc. It's and I'll, I'll openly admit that myself, it's never really been out of enjoyment of the game or interest in golf. It's it's been to be more engaged with the site and 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 earn scudo. Um, and for me, if the season moves over to the new game, I probably won't be taking part because I won't be paying the, the you know the money for for the new game. Um, I don't know whether or not a lot of people are the same. I know that the likes of Paul Lowe's, Bertie, Rhino, Wiz, these guys, maybe even yourself, Burger, I don't know, um, will be buying the new game and will be will be going involved with that. But I think be a Bertie lot was saying that he was going to look at possibly well seeing what the options were, maybe running a dual season or something. Yeah, um, he's they've released a it was a practice one. They've done one on the new one and one on the old one with the same course this week to see what the numbers are. I think, and then he's obviously going to make a decision in the coming weeks or so to see what we can do with that. It will be interesting. And again, just in terms of the F1, like we said, no segment this week because we're still in the pre-season. Um, big win for me on uh, on Monday in uh, in Mexico. Love that. Um, 
Berger, um, obviously, Ash, were you racing on Monday? No, 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 no. I will. Um, I, I will be uh, back in the new season. Um, well, I will be signing up for the new season anyway. But um, yeah, was it the last? Was that the last one this week, pre-season event, or is there another one coming up? No, I, I think, and again, I don't know if you know Berger. I think there's one more next week. I'm um, not sure. I, I think he said that the um, it would be the week after that the season would start. Uh, around the 10th, uh, there or thereabouts, but I don't know for certain. Okay, um, we'll keep our eye on the forums. Yeah, we will. Like I said, again, but it was a uh, you know, good win. It felt, felt weird being back in F1 cars, I have to admit, uh, compared to the F2, but um, enjoyable and, and looking forward to what we've got planned for the season ahead. Um, right then, boys, we'll move on to Division 2. Um, a little bit different in this division to what I thought, actually. Again, I, I'll be honest. I, I look at Division 3 sometimes because of, of the WhatsApp crew and Rhino Payne, Tunners, etc. Um, pay a little attention to what's going on there. Division 2 sometimes passes me by. And I don't know what you guys think. First of all, I'm looking at the division and there's some bloody, you know, interesting names in this division. It kind of looks like a bit of a mismatch. You've got people like Mark and Joe and Paul. Then you've got, you know, Satie and... and um, Plunkett, Diadex. I mean, it's a very eclectic division uh, this season, to, to say the least. So um, I think we can see some very interesting results coming from that um, uh, moving forward into the season. Um, at the moment, um, Sofa is 100% record, 19 goals scored, six against, four wins out of four. He's absolutely flying. He won't get promoted, though. He'll tank it because he doesn't like Division 1. Um, Riverman um, and Jeff are close behind. Um, and then Joby back in the leagues, Ash. Obviously, that's good to see for us. Obviously, mm. um, former uh, podcast. Yeah, host. I mean, he did actually message me in the week because at some point he was top. So he said, "Take a screenshot," which I did, <laughs> and um, <laughs> he, he was top of the league, two wins, two. Uh, yeah, it's play two, one, two. So um, yeah, I see normality's return now. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> take a screenshot now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's well, it. I think the thing with with Joby as well is, you know, he he played potentially again. We we talked, um, not wanting to repeat the same things, just in Division Three, just then regarding Payne squad. You know, he played in the first game of the season. Mark the Shark. He's maybe got Martinelli, centre back Martinez that aren't too bad. Mm. After that, there's not really many players worth mentioning potentially. Um, and he, he beat Mark five one and seven three. Um, you know, so. Again, make of that what you will. He then came up against Sofa, who's got a very settled team, doesn't do many transfers, and again, pretty much repeated the re- results in the reverse, and you know, got beat 6-2 and lost 5-3. Um, what do you think about Joby this season, Ash? Again, it's obviously his first season back mm. uh, after a bit of a hiatus. I, I think maybe he'll be definitely good enough for mid-table, if not a promotion push. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I mean, I, I think I think just looking at his squad, maybe he might struggle a little bit. Um you know, it is a bit lower than the other, uh, you know, sort of rating in terms of players in that uh, in that division. So I think maybe this season might come a bit too uh, too much of a push for promotion. But um, I think he'll definitely be around the sort of you know seventh, eighth spots. Mm. Um, I think that, I think he'll be safe. Yeah. I think he'd be safe. He won't be directed into the relegation scrap, but I don't think he'll be in the promotion players this uh, this time around. I think Berger, the, the big advantage he's got is he got uh, he inherited Bertie's squad. Um, in terms of the, the the division, so I think again he obviously had a very decent squad going into this season, um, probably more so than some of the other new guys or some of the squads they they inherited. Um, in terms of um, just behind uh, Joby this season, we've got Satie, 
um, in, in Division 2. Um, again, he's, he's 100% record so far. He's played two games. He's won two games. I think he's got Joe Berger, I believe, in the next one. Yes, um, I think it's tonight, actually, he's playing. Yeah, so it's it's going to be an interesting one to see where he ends up this season. Um, again, I just I I don't know. You look at it, and again, I mentioned some of the names. I would say him, Diadex potentially, maybe Big B, but maybe not. Maybe Storm. These guys, Jordy, are the ones that are sort of destined to be towards the bottom of the division. But you just never know. I think in Division Two, mm. anyone can beat anyone. Um, I think in this division. On any given day, if you're on it, you're on it. You're going to get six points. If you're not, you're going to get zero. <laughs> um, and that could be literally anyone. Um, yeah, I think it's always renowned for being a difficult division to be to predict. Really, you might get the odd one who would run away with it, but I think the majority of everyone in that league can beat each other. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I think I come I'm on the on the podcast before when it's early on in the season. Yes, it's early on in the season, but. It's always important to get a decent start, get a win behind you, a couple of wins behind you. Um, and then that just breathes confidence, really, then after that. I think it does. Everybody wants to get points on the board early, yeah. myself included. We'll come on to that later on, and, and I know you did as well, Ash. But mm-hmm. I think when you are then sat there, and like Dio is at the moment on one point after four, or Mark, you know, zero after two, Bry, three after four, etc. I think it does, sort of, you do start to look and think, right, okay, I've got maybe, I don't know, Paul those next, right? Maybe not going to get a point there. I've got, I don't know, uh, Joby next, mm, right? Might sneak yeah. a point there. And you think, where are my points actually coming from this season? And you probably shouldn't be looking to bank points and sort of, you know, say, oh, I'll get points there, get points there, because it's a bit of a dangerous game. But mm. you do start to think, you know, how is this season going to pan out? Um, yeah, I mean, to be fair, if it was in a nine-team division, you lose your first two or three games, you're going to struggle. But you, I mean, with it being 13, 14 teams, you can afford to have a bad couple of weeks and hopefully you can regain some form and then to cover it because you have got time to, um, to you know, gain some form back and go up the table. So it's not the be all and end all, but it's something you need to get points on the board as soon as you can, really, if you do want to stay up or go up in the division. Ash, um, somebody will come on to as well. Again, not the most active of people when it comes to transfers. Um, always, you know, seen around the site, etc. Um, is uh, Storm. Mm. He's sat in pretty much bang mid-table at the moment. Again, which which way do you see him going? Do you see him going up or down this season? I personally would say, sort of, again, not as in promotion and relegation, I mean, but as in, is he going to move up or down in the table? I would probably be erring towards down simply mm. because... Again, that that interactivity in the site is not really there. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think um, I, I think Storm will do enough to stay up in this division, but he, he's a similar one to Joby, I think, in that he'll do enough to stay up, but I don't think he'll do enough to, um, you know, push on. Um, as you say, obviously, site activity is um, a little bit down at the moment for whatever reason, but um, yeah, I, I think he'll be safe, but I don't think he's going to push on to the top. And obviously we've um, we've we've already alluded to the fact that Joe plays safety tonight. Joe struggled last season, and he's playing a lot better this season. He's had some big upgrades in his team: Gavi, Darwin, Nunez, etc. You're welcome. Um, Joe. <laughs> I'm not bitter. 
Yeah, sorry, yeah, Morris, I should have, you know, spoil the fact that we're going to say Nunez Nunes. as well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we're shaking now, we've been feeding the baby and we're shaking. Um, <laughs> but uh, again, uh, interesting season ahead for Joe as well. I think, again, potentially a bit of a false position there in 11th. I think this season he'll push on. I can see him maybe just sneaking into the playoff places by the end of the season. I mean, again, like you said, Berger, it's that early on, you know, we've we played two games where, you know, Joe mm. has only had one match day and he's got 12 left. Um, but I can probably see him out of that bottom four at the moment. Maybe arguably Paul Lowe's, but you've got the argument of activity again. Um, I can see Joe pushing up towards maybe sixth, fifth, fourth. What What do you think, Berger? I think he'll be disappointed in that, personally. Um, you think he'll want to go higher? I think he'd want to be in the with, top with two. That squad, th- with that squad, he should be um, doing a lot better I than think the table. From posts, he's posted on like, um, like the league threads and the prediction threads. I think he's confident in himself to finish at least in the playoffs I feel but I think he'd want to get in the top two really I think and with the team think, he's got as well yes I agree with that my my only thing especially to allude to what you've said Ash I think that um uh, sorry, uh, Berger, in terms of the threads, I would say that that's probably posturing and it's banter between him and Aaron and etc. Mm. I, I think a lot of that will be maybe um, trying to make himself believe that that hype. Um, I, I think for me, he will finish just inside the playoffs. But again, who are you replacing him with? If you say he's going to finish maybe first or second, you think Jeff looks like he might have a good season. Sofa's having a very good season. River seems to have found form. Um is, is there anyone else, Ash, that we've not really touched on or in depth touched on that you think um, needs uh, some mentioning in Division 2? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, Mark the Shark, obviously at the bottom, he's only played two games, I understand that. But, I mean, he lost 7-3 and 5-1. He's already on minus eight goal difference. Um, he put a load of his players up in the market um, earlier in the week. I don't know if he's sold any. Um, I've not seen any, any movement, but... Um, they were quite highly priced, I believe. Weren't yeah, they? but that's what. Well, yeah, but I mean, well, that's another debate, isn't it, around player valuations and uh, all that. But um, yeah, I mean, Mark will improve. I think. I don't think he's going to finish in that. I'd be shocked if he finishes in that bottom two. But then uh, that said, this division, and I think we said it on the preview podcast. This is the interesting one, I think, out of all three. You can sort of call the other two divisions about where things could go. Um, but this one is really, really open. I mean, Riverman, River, I mean, again, he's only played two games. But the way he was going on about it earlier in the week on the site, I thought he was in the bottom two. Mm. I mean, <laughs> you know... That's he, still though, isn't it? <laughs> he, he's, he's only played two, but he's won both of them. So he's already done better than some, you know, obviously a few on that division. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting, and this is the season. This is the division to watch, I think, throughout the season, because I think there'll be a lot of movement. Personally, I, I agree. I think again, Agreed. like I said, when I ran when I ran down the, the the list of names, it's not one I'd actually pay much attention to. In all honesty, having not done a pod this season yet, and for me, the the names in there, it almost looks like a hybrid of, you know, Division Two's gone by, but also Division Three and One. Um, you know, when you look at some of the names, you know, Joe, Paul O's, Mark. Um, Joby, River, Sofa, these guys that have been in the Prem, and then some of the guys that have been down in, in Division 3, and, and obviously then you've got some of the Division 2 stalwarts. So, yeah, it will be interesting for, for sure. Um, right, we'll, we'll leave Division 2 there. We'll head over to uh, where we all three reside in Division 1. 
Um, we'll kick off, obviously, the uh, the early leader is Mika Fika, um, in no small part because he, he managed to take four points off me, and he's played Charlinho, who unfortunately <laughs> looks like he's going to be the whipping boy this season. Um, Charlinho lost 5-0 and 5-1 to Mika. He just lost 7-1, I think, to Disco. I've just seen the stream on, on the site. Um, that result hasn't been added yet. Um, and he um, he managed to get a point off Sean, Charlinho, but did lose 3-1. Um, he he looks like maybe... I don't want to say there was a mistake made because he was a variable. He didn't play as many games, I think, you know, going into the division. I think we maybe got him mixed up with, with Joby. I think Joby would have been able to hold his own more in Division uh, 1 and Charlinho would have been better in Division 2. But it's easy to say that with, with hindsight. Um Berger, you've not had a bad start to the season at all, uh, winning three, drawing one, the draw coming against uh, Bunsey, who I know is a bit of a, a boogie player for you. Um, how did you uh, kick your season off then? Obviously, talk us through the suited game. What happened? Yeah, um, yeah, I got uh, 10 points from the first two sets of games. Um, last season, I think I only got four out of the uh, possible 12, so there was an improvement there. Um, from the first game, sorry, or against those people? Against those people. Um, so I only got one point against you and managed to get six this season, which is a big turnaround. Um, but yeah, I mean, the games were a bit, they, they were tough. They, they're normally notoriously bogey, not bogey opposed, but could easily get three points apiece and all that kind of stuff. But um, just because I feel like I've found a formation that works perfectly for the team I've got, I think it's helped me wonders. Um the Gravenberg signing in midfield has transformed my team. Just so I've got an extra goal scorer in midfield, which is well, it worked against you because I think he scored two goals in his first game. Mm. Um, and Troyore uh, has probably been my best player and and turning to Ronaldo against you. I think one of his comments saying Troyore turning to a score a score from much um, close range and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm positive start. Um, yeah, I think I stand in good stead. Uh, just to, my aim is always to get the top three and then go from there. Uh, I mean, I obviously, think, I think that's just a very. I think that's been compounded by when you look around. Um, you know, you've got Mika maybe having a bit of a nosebleed in in position one. I think that's a little bit of a false position. Um, you've got well, not a false position because he deserves to be there. He's got the points on the board. But what I mean is, he won't be there come the end of the season. Is what I mean by that. Um, Arguably the same with Top Cat and, and definitely the same with Sean as well. Um, Brian and Sweaty obviously have just fallen off massively since last season, haven't they? Mm, Sweaty, I don't know what's up with him. I mean, I've always five gone, at the back. he's always played five at the back. <laughs> um, I've mentioned it again. <laughs> um, I mean, it did work. I mean, Pete, I think I'm. The, I think it was in a party the other night, and quite a few people are trying it. And to me, if you struggle at defending. In this game, I'd rather have an extra four to try and outscore the opposition mm. and use the four. But that, that's how I think. Um, and he's got a very good squad um, to do it with, really, with the players that he's got. Um, maybe not FIFA meta players, but very good in like real life and it doesn't reflect on the game. You might have that um, uh, involved with Sweaty. But yeah, it's not a very good start for him, for sure. But... I don't think he had a good start the previous season when he won it. So I remember getting four points like in the second match day. So he wasn't really starting well. He just finished well. So 
all these times when you've got Bry and Sweaty that they think they're going to be, or they're going to get relegated, they just downplaying themselves. They're going to be up there, thereabouts, I think. It'll be, a, it'll be a shock if they're not. Yeah, I think, again, it's... Uh, Brian very much um, books the trend of when when I've talked about uh, managers with activity in the site, Ash, and, and people that actually do things in the market and events, etc., because he seems to just flout that completely because he can he can play... He can be unbelievable at, at the game at times. When you look at his squad, it, it, it's it's pretty dire, isn't it, for for a Division One team? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think what I'm what I'm saying there is again. You look at Sweaty, Sweaty's team. Mm. He he's massively underperforming this season because he's not playing anywhere near to his level. Yeah, and his team is very very good. Oh, absolutely. Whereas you look at, whereas you look at Brian, Brian still plays very well. Um, but and has for bit... season on season, but his yeah. team is is terrible. And I think I said yeah. on the podcast a few a few podcasts ago, um, you give him Burger's team, or you give him Sweaty's team, he wins the league. And for me, he he wins the league. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, no offense, Burger. I just I think he does. Oh yeah, um, definitely. Uh, I mean, Sweaty is close, it this but... is it this season that he's got he's not paying wages, or was that last season? No, I, I'm the one who's not paying wages. Oh, okay. <laughs> was it Sweaty? Because I know I was. It must have been last season then. Because I know his wage bill is a lot higher than everybody else's, isn't it, Sweaty? I don't think he was. was I think the wage, free, the wage free seasons last year was Phil and Hilly. Oh, okay. All right, well, I'll just keep quiet I think, now then. I I think, no, no, I think, well, I think what you, <laughs> part of what you said is absolutely right in the sense he, he was paying a, a ridiculous fee mm, for wages yeah. at the start of the season, hence mm. the fire sale. Mm. Um, obviously, I think um, I unfortunately wasn't involved in it, but you had that clubs event and Marcus was in a particularly good mood and was just dishing cash out all over the place um, <laughs> and, and got people out of trouble. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's, if, if you can get to these events, again, comes back to what I've been saying all the time, site activity, you know, engaging in the site, making the site engage worthy, you know, it's it, those managers that get involved are going to do well. Um, providing they're decent at FIFA, obviously, as well. <laughs> um, uh, t- talking about that, or, or maybe the opposite, uh, Berger, looking at Suited, um, you know, again, he's only played two games, of course, and they were both against you, um, but not someone I seem to see around much in terms of site activity, unfortunately. Um, and again, had a very good season last season, was was up there for most mm. of the season. Um, do we see that, that booking the trend this season, or do we see that I think he'll maybe get out of it? Or what do you I think? I don't know. I really... I... He's a bit of a variable, isn't he? Stu's a good player. He he took six points um, today against Aaron. Um, There you go. (laughs) He won 5-2 and 5-3, so he's uh, picked up That is is interesting, isn't it? Considering Aaron was ever... You know, a lot of people pre-season were tipping Aaron to do very well. He's played four games and lost three. So, okay, maybe we'll leave suited there for a minute because that's fair enough. We'll move on, Ash, to, mm. to Aaron. And obviously, we'll then talk about your start of the season as well. Yeah. So, um, talk us through your first two games. They were against Aaron. Obviously, one yeah, your, Aaron uh, and Morris. Stalwarts. Yeah, that's it. Um, you know, 3-1 win against Aaron and um, a 3-1 win against Morris as well. So, uh, not had a bad start. Um, I think the games against Aaron, a, a win each was fair. Um Morris, I, I was a bit disappointed to draw one of them. I should have taken six points, really, but that's FIFA. It's not been a bad start. I got suited next in my uh, is my match day three. So um, I, suited is normally a bit of a bogey player for me. I've had a mm. couple of games of him, you know, that have been on sort of towards the end of the season. So it's nice to play him early on. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, no, I, I can't grumble. You know, two wins, a draw and a loss. Um, 
six goal difference. So, oh no, sorry, two goal difference. I'm in positive. This time last time, I was in uh, minus goal difference quite heavily. So, uh, it's an improvement. And um, yeah, I, I can't grumble. I mean, where you're at the moment, you're sixth. You know, like we said, seven points on the border, having played four games. Um, obviously suited to come, but as you've just alluded to as well, a bit of a bogey team potentially, and also potentially a false position on the bottom there. What's your aspirations for this season? I mean, again, is it purely just getting above that watermark? <laughs> <laughs> is it? Um, is it it's not Arsenal, mate. It's not real life. <laughs> is, it, is it just purely get above that watermark and then see what, what happens? Normally, I mean, for me, staying in this division is always, um, is always good. Um, I, I'd like to finish top six. Then that's going to be the goal. Yeah, again, you look down the division, you think, you know, is there six players that are better than you? And arguably, you could turn around and say, yes, I know I would turn around and say yes for me. Um, so, again, I guess it's a quite a healthy challenge to, to set yourself. Yeah, top six um, I would be would be for me uh, hmm. the goal. Okay. Uh, Berger, obviously, again, same question to you. Probably not a very easy question for you to answer. Again, I think it's going to be top one or top two, I'd have thought. Uh, I think it's a top three is my aim. Obviously, with the wage free season um, that I have is a massive advantage. So I'm going to make use of that. All Are I you can. Going to make use of it though, because I, again, I think I, I I don't see you again. I don't know. Maybe maybe talking out of turn, but I don't, I think the way you conduct transfers and 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 the way that you bring people in, I think that your wages will always be relatively in balance anyway. I don't think that you're going to need the wage free season. Uh, well, I'm about like, at the moment, I think the team that I have, I mean, I'm not using Madueke, well, I am sub. I've got the new Napoli guy, I've got Ferrer and I've got Diaw and all players that could probably get into most teams that are just on my bench. And I don't, I only have like the odd one to bring off the bench to make an impact. So I mean, at the moment, I'm not. I'm in no rush to get rid of them. But towards the end of the season, I may make an offer or something like that to improve a certain position um, with those players or the players in my team. So there's no rush in making those deals. But I know I, because I, for example, Madueke, if he's not playing, he's costing me a million a game or something or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, you true, know, true. it adds up. So I, if I didn't have the wage free season and I wasn't using him, I'd probably want to sell him on or put him in a trade deal. Yeah, I mean, just quickly on that, I think for bench players, having those sort of ratings at the moment is is a big thing. I mean, I know yeah. for, I know I wouldn't have a eighty odd rated player on the bench mm. if I if I was if I had a player that didn't fit the way I played or wasn't working out for me, I would look to sell him. Just when yeah. you alluded, you've alluded that there are a million in wages, at least. I mean, I brought him on against uh, Bunce and he scored a goal straight for me. So, you know, that's a big difference right there. Um, and it's probably going to have a bigger impact coming off the bench. But, I mean, if the right deal comes along, I'll do it. But, like, there's no need for me to just go and trade him for the sake of it now because I'm not using him. But I've got that wage free season. Or I'd get six and a half million in the game, you know. I can benefits that, really. I mean, um, Berger, while we're, while we're on the, the topic of yourself, obviously, um, again, like we talked about before, uh, f- four games played, three wins, one draw, zero losses. Um, it's all looking good at the moment, apart from obviously your next match day will be two losses. Um, so, I mean, again, any, any thoughts on that? Bring it on. 
I just need to do the outside <laughs> the foot shots against you to wind you up, and then that's you do the outside the foot shots against me, mate. You've got an in- insta ban from the podcast. <laughs> insta ban, no. never, never come on ever again. I'll get in your head like I normally do, Jam. Don't worry. <laughs> Did I beat you last season? I think we won a won, won a piece. I think I, I I gifted you a lot of goals if you remember. I, in the same in the cup. So it was one 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 a piece. How many points were you away from sweaty by the end? I think you were six. Mm, okay. I alluded to there was a game where I had a centre back playing CDM, and that cost me like I only got two points, I think, from two sets of fixtures, which that's the biggest cost me. But yeah, you can always go back to certain fixtures. Say you played, I mean, you gave me the league two seasons prior anyway, apparently. So yeah, yeah that's true. I did. <laughs> you were. You were. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, again, uh, in terms of myself, uh, one win, two draws, one loss. Um, quite happy actually. To be fair, if you'd if you'd have given me that, looking at Mika and Disco, I definitely would have thought the four points would have come against Mika, not Disco. Um, to to be honest, because I've never really beaten Disco before, so to, to manage to get a win over him is is quite impressive for me. Um, you know, considering he himself has beat Bunty already this season six one. Um, I'm quite happy to have beaten him. So for me, um, yeah, obviously moving forward, I've got you, Berger. Um, obviously going to be difficult games. Don't expect anything from them. Um, and in the spirit of what I said about looking forward and trying to find the, the games you're going to get points out of, I always seem to take points out of Sean. Um, I beat Sweaty in the uh, the Super Cup before the season, but I, my goalkeeper was on steroids and I don't think I'll, that'll happen again. Um and then it's maybe Morris and, and Charlinio, otherwise potentially suited. Otherwise, I don't see myself getting points off many other guys in the division. So it's going to be a season of struggle for me, I think. Like you said, Ash, I would be quite happy just to stay above the above the line and stay in the division. Mm. Um, potentially a little soiree again into Division 2, just for a little uh, little break would be quite nice. Well, um, true. <laughs> um, I don't know. I... I, I for me, I, I think, you know, going down into Division 2, um, realistically this season, I, I wouldn't mind it too much. Um, again, I, I didn't mind it at all when I did it before. Um, it sort of just gives you a bit more of an enjoyment of the game. Maybe, again, I, no one likes to lose. Um, even though you're in the best the best division and the most competitive division, it can sometimes get a bit tiresome. So we'll see. We'll see where we are come the end of the season. Um Ash, is there anyone we've uh, we've not pinpointed that you want to discuss in, in Division One? Um, no, I, I don't think so. I mean, we've talked we talked about obviously Mifa. You know, he's had a very good start. Um, no, I mean, I, I mean, think... Morris Morris is back in the big time. You know, after yes. after a season out. Mm. Um, you know, he's played all six games that are available so far and not won a single one. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, I, I play him in head-to-head. He seems to be quite a, a decent player. What, what's gone wrong for him, do you think? Um, well, I think, I mean, you look at the games he's played, uh, myself, Sweaty and Top Cat, and he has taken at least a point. I mean, the three, the three draws came from uh, a draw in each sort of set of fixtures. Mm. Um, so perhaps he was unlucky in some of them. I mean, 5-5 against, Mori, uh, against Sweaty. Um, a two-two against Mor- uh, against me. Although obviously he was he was lucky to take a point out of that, so I won't use that as an example. <laughs> Tor- Top Cat, he took a point against, and I mean maybe you know maybe he was unlucky not to win them. I mean uh, he's okay. not. I, I watched I watched the Top Cat game, and Top Cat was unlucky not to win that. To was be it? Fair. Okay, he right, was. Well. 
Yeah, he, like I don't know whether that Zeno, you know him, Berger, but, but he, he should have got six points out of those games. For, for yeah, sure. I do know him. I think, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think Morris. I think Morris will struggle in this division. I think he'll be at the bottom with Charlinho. Him and Morris will be dot. Um, yeah, Charlinho and Morris will be bottom two, um, and then it's just whoever finishes in those sort of spaces around them. Mm. Berger, what do you think? Who's gonna Who's gonna be at the bottom come to the end of the season? I, I agree with Ash with Charlinho and Morris. I think. I don't think there'll be many differences there. And that other spot, well, could be anyone, really. Um, I mean, Mika, was he was he in the relegation playoff last season? He, was, he, he managed to steer clear of it. The last couple of fixtures, he managed to get yeah. himself out of it. Because he was quite close last season, where there was like one or two, or there was four or five teams separated by a couple of points. So he might even come down that to that again. So yeah, well, it, was me, it was me, Mika and Topcat. I think going yeah. into the going into the last few games that we're all fighting for it. And Disco um, wasn't it? And he, he was he? Uh, I think Disco. He, what, he wasn't doing. He wasn't doing bad. And then I think he had a bit of a run towards the end where he then tailed off, and it mm. again made him look a lot worse than he was over the season. I think. Um, I mean, yeah, it's, like, to, like say, it's, it's very it's tough to say the relegation playoff, but I think Trollinho and Morris. Would probably come in the bottom two. It is. It is interesting. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Obviously, how we go. By the time we get back, we'll probably on uh, on MD MD five at the minimum. Um, if not, maybe even started MD six. So it'll be it'd be nice to see where uh, everybody is by then. Um, Ash, just before we uh, we sort of um, we head off and uh, and leave the uh, the pod. We so we just very very quickly talk on on some transfers, mm. um and, and some BFAs. We've seen a couple happen. Um again nothing major. We've we've seen obviously a BFA where someone uh, some people managed to spend some hard earned cash. Um, you know Ben White thirty million from Joe Trossard thirty million Payne, uh, Felipe Anderson twenty seven million Curly and and obviously yourself Berger got Cavaradonna, uh, the Napoli youngster. Um, but again I don't know if he is he starting for you or is he on the bench? Oh, coming off the bench, yeah. Yeah, so again, I think it's um, again. Hopefully, we'll get another BFA soon to to see some um, see some more players coming into the leagues. Ash, is there any transfers you wanted to touch on or BFA signings? Yeah, I mean, obviously, just looking at some of the BFAs that went through last time. I think some of them, I think, have already moved on. Ben White has moved mm-hmm. to Aaron. Thanks, Joe. Not my offer. Um, <laughs> Philippe Anderson. Has Philippe Anderson gone? He, he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Curly yeah. worky. Um, in Curdy's uh, attempt to find all the Leeds players on the site. Um, <laughs> he'd had another one today. Jack Harrison um, has gone to Curly. Um, and then obviously, you know, yourself, Berger, you bought in K- K- Krishka, Kavishka. Don't ask. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> um, Napoli player. That's the, it. The Nap- yeah, the Napoli youngster. Um, the Georgian Messi. That's it. The Georgian Messi. Um yeah, so that's 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 been good, and hopefully hopefully we get another BFA in soon. Um, obviously, I saw a Fred guy up earlier in the week asking for players. So uh, yeah, what do we think the rules will be on that? Because he said there'll be some interesting rules. What what do we think? Hmm. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, what do we think again? It's could it be um, like you know lowest unique bid blind BFAs? I mean, I, I love a blind BFA because mm. you just get you you yeah. put, you pay what you want to pay that's for that it. player. I think that's What's the best. What's he worth to you? You know. I think that's the best type of auction. Mm. 
you're always going to be, oh, if I'd have done that and then got him, or you, you're the only bid and you spend 50 million on him. But that's the look of the game. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah you're you bidding a... what he is worth to you, and that's yeah, yeah. that's that's ideal. Um, I think it'll be interesting again. Further rules will come on the next thread. Um, I mean, you'd imagine it'll be as we record this, obviously on Thursday. You imagine it'll be tomorrow. Um, Fridays tend to be the day of a BFA, but I mean, we'll see. Um, yeah, I don't know. Lowest unique bid. Um, I, I don't know what other what other things could it be. I don't even know. It's um, it's an interesting one. But there's some tasty players. There are some tasty players in that. Yes. Um, in there, you know, you've you've got Renato Sanchez. I mean, you've got oh, you've got some big ones. Mm. I think that's partly why Rhino's got himself 85 million in the bank. Um, and obviously, Ash, you're. <laughs> You're not going to be far off when your transfers no, come. No, yeah, through. yeah. Um, Thirty million pound deal for Godfrey will be going through soon to Brian. Um, so that takes me up to about seventy million. Um, so you, yeah, you, you've I'll... sold some some high profile players recently. Yeah, so I mean, Godfrey. I moved on. Um, I moved on Fabio Vieira to Sweaty Bananas, twenty million. Um, just fancied a bit of a change. I'm hoping that he might return the favour for uh, another Arsenal player he's got in his uh, his back four, maybe down the line. Hint, hint, <laughs> sweaty. Um, and then, yeah, Harrison has gone to Curly Worky. He was a bench player for me. Um, and then brought in Aisha in the swap um, for now, just as someone to fill the void for Godfrey. And then... Yeah, we'll see what clubs up in the BFA. I mean, I put forward the winger, um, Mudrik, the player that's playing in yes. Shakhtar Donetsk. Yep. Um, he's only a 75 rated at the moment, but I think he's going to be a tasty one to watch. I think he's going to get some nice upgrades soon. Um, but yeah, there's a few names that have been put through in that in that BFA, um, which uh, hopefully come to fruition because, um, yeah, having a bit of money to spend will be nice. I think with you saying about the the BFA as well, I think that and and the the upgrade. Sorry, I think it's frustrating at the moment. We're obviously beholden to this update for the DLC for the World Cup to come out before we get a SoFIFA update, which is incredibly frustrating because mm. we've not had one now for for over two weeks. Um, uh, it'll be very nice if we if we get one soon because well, going on three weeks I think actually. Um, because uh, again, you, I know for a fact my team will have some upgrades, and I'm sure that the pair of you are the same. Um, and again, it's part of the fun, isn't it? You know, seeing your players be upgraded. So, mm. fingers crossed, we get one of those soon. Um, mm. So, boys, we'll, we'll leave it there. Again, we've um, we've actually managed to talk for a bit longer than I thought we would do. To be fair, obviously, um, considering there was no segments this week, and uh, and we've not had a great deal to talk about in terms of uh, transfer goings on, but. Uh, Berger, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, obviously stepping in last minute. Um, hopefully, yeah, I uh, beat you, take six points off you in the league, and you can come on again. Bring it on, Jam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cheers for having me on, as always. Uh, looking forward to the next one. Thank you. I, well, I'm sure you will be if you beat me. I bet you can't wait to hear that one. Nash, <laughs> thank you very much, as always, for, for coming on. Um, yeah. And uh, and again, as we've said, I think we, we potentially will have guests for the next one being obviously Andy Brill and Hilly, who uh, who should have been on this one originally. Um, but uh, again, the, we would happily take any other guests as well if anyone wants to come on who hasn't already or just fancies coming on after a little uh, time away. Yes. Uh, but uh, but yeah, thank you very much, boys. We'll we'll catch you guys on the next one. Uh, best luck for your league games, and uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Take care. <laughs>